0: Stars and uh, when it would rain, it would all turn. It, they were beautiful, the most beautiful
1: skies, as a matter
0: of fact. Uh, the sunsets were purple red, and yellow, on fire, and the clouds would touch the colors of That's unique because I used to look at them all the time when I was you. you don't see that. You might see
2: Alright. It just got to warm up a little bit on that.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Joel. This is Forrest.
2: I Hi. Have, I have Hello. Forrest
3: to thank for being in this home as my home. He lived on the other half of this duplex. Okay, hey, quit blinking. And he invited uh my friends to live on the side that I'm now on. They now live on the other side. So uh long story short, I have Forrest and his woman to directly thank for having a home that I love in Portland. Thank you, Forrest.
2: No thanks needed. Um, uh, you might have to thank me if this fucking pen doesn't work, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean,
3: uh, I can't more highly recommend a little bit of ice, a little bit of flour with some live resin on top. It's, it's a, the healthier alternative. Sounds
2: like some hippie shit to me. It is. It is. So, um,
3: <laughs> so you're one of the few, if not the only person that I've ever met that has read more than one Neal Stephenson book. Um, do you remember the last one that you read or audiobooked or whatever?
2: Like well, I'm working on Quicksilver right now.
3: Oh really? You, mm-hmm. you started the system of the world.
2: Isn't that the broke cycle?
3: Yeah, isn't that what Quicksilver is? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: you started it. Yes. So that's the second one, is it?
2: Quicksilver's the first one.
3: Oh, it is. Yes. Uh, oh my God, I can't wait to talk to you about that. Did you Did you already do the Kryptonomicon? No. Well, just to tease you one of the main characters of the baroque cycle the system of the world is his descendants are in the cryptonomicon (laughs) all right all right oh it's so fascinating so because of the system of the world that you're reading i have a very uh i have a very strong perception of the specific nature of the lies of the financial markets that we've lived in our whole lives because of that like you 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 basically learn you say the lies yeah you basically learn how britain took over as the dominant uh currency in europe The, the spanish had taken so much gold and silver from the americas that they flooded the world market with their currency that they had stolen from here and then the british through what Sir Isaac Newton figured out how to scientifically legitimate their their money as more valid than the vast sums of stolen wealth. That's what you're about to experience. I'm I'm not. That's a teaser. Like I, I'm not ruining anything. I'm Like spoiler alert. It's not. It's not a spoiler. It's not. It's not. That's not even the plot. That's like the one of the
2: metas. Just something that happens in it. It. This is yeah. very disappointing. Um, so.
3: If, Very you, if you just started the first book, then like, did you already have like the freaking alchemist, like mystical Jewish dude Enoch Root, like meet Benjamin Franklin as a child and ask him for directions?
2: Yes. How cool is that? That was pretty sweet.
3: Oh, <laughs> it's like this boy, and he's asking him
2: how to get <laughs> how to get to where he's going,
3: and the boy's name's Ben Franklin.
2: Yeah, Ben, the little <laughs> soft <soft-mouth> kid. <laughs> The Little Sass Mouth? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Little Hellion. I got this line... That's
2: like the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I got this line that I'm working on for this music, Philly Music Podcast, and I I talk about Jimmy Smith, and I don't know if you're familiar with Jimmy Smith. but am not. He uh, passed away like in the past 10 years, but he grew up in Narstown, Pennsylvania, and he was a jazz master of the Hammond B3 organ. Like, he, like he basically... I, the line that I have in this pod I'm working on is that they say that Benjamin Franklin discovered electricity, but Jimmy Smith played with it like dude he's like he's like he, he there's nothing like him but um I don't know why I said that. what were we talking about? Oh Benjamin Franklin because it was a time to Benjamin Franklin yeah, yeah. so Neil Stevenson wise things that I'd love to talk to you about oh. first of all, I fell so in love with him that I hunted down this is like 12 years ago. I literally hunted down every single thing that he'd ever published and made sure that I read it, and uh, that went all the way through *Anathem*, and then reamed and then seven Eves*, which ironically is, I think, the first one that you read. First one I read. Yeah, and
2: that no, 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 the second one. And
3: that's when I bailed on him because
2: *Right Snow Crash* was the first one. Oh,
3: I love that was the one that got me hooked. *Snow Crash* got me hooked. Yeah. Oh my god. And 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 then Diamond Age, you know, between Snow Crash and and Diamond Age, I was like, this guy is the future of literature. Um, it, just the notion of a concept that it's not sci-fi; it's speculative fiction. Like, he, I, it's because of my love of him that I even was entertaining that concept in my brain. Like, I'd never even heard that before.
2: Yeah, it's speculative like, fiction.
3: He's like saying, like, I'm not tying it to science; I'm tying it to speculation. I yeah. love that because he speculates correctly about a lot of things.
2: Seems like he's really good at researching things. I kind of wonder how somebody could have so much time to research so much stuff and then still put it into a story form.
3: Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you go how far you like, went down the rabbit hole with him, but like with Anathem, he was involved with the Long Count. The, the long now project where they they're building a 10,000 year clock in, in a cave in the middle of the desert. And like the, the book Anathem is a compliment to the concept of the long now clock that they're actually building, like with like millionaire fundraisers and stuff like what? that. And then for Reamed, when he, when he, you know, built this like virtual combat world that like the whole world was in on kind of like ready player one. He ended up working with medieval, uh, companies and the digitization of actual sword combat. So there's like videos of him on YouTube, like actually doing like shuriken strikes and like night strikes and like with like, you know, the intention of like this being a part of a digital game and he he's, he's on another level of humanity. He's like, he's like an Elon for me. He's like the Elon Musk of literature for me. I don't know if that's overly bold statement, but
2: no, no. I am I mean, comparative. I, I'm assuming Except he doesn't exploit as many people.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's not a South African diamond heir. Man.
2: Yeah, no, he's not.
3: You know, there's something about the United States of America that wants to be able to say, white man, fucking run with whatever ball you want, white man. You just fucking run with it. That's like basically the history of the United States.
2: Mm, yeah, some, I suppose.
3: Manifest destiny, bro.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was
3: like, that concession. Nope, it's kind of sad. That, con- that concession is like a flattering compliment coming from you, bro. Like, you're so contrarian that, like, the fact that you can grudgingly agree with some random shit talk, like, I take that as a compliment.
2: It's just because <laughs> I'm not used to talking into a microphone yet. I'll argue with you in a few minutes. Oh, I know. Once I'm not being like, what the fuck is this thing in front of my face?
3: Well, it's tough to argue about Neil Stevenson too because he's hey, so—he's he's bringing just shit that you know. His first book that he ever wrote, you know what it is? No. He, he wrote a book that was out of print, and then it came back in. It's called *The Big U*. And it was so, it was basically about his college experience, like fiction college, right? And it's like I think he went to Cornell or or it's it was based at Cornell or, or some pseudo Cornell. And like it, it basically ends with like him fucking blowing the school up. <laughs> like <laughs> I love him, dude. Like I I love knowledge, but institutions of learning have major issues. It's a it's a romantic caste system to me, just like just like the judicial system. It's all or legacies it's- of another empire.
2: Or if you listen to a little Buckminster Fuller, it's a trap convincing people to specialize so that they can be manipulated.
3: What were you saying about fucking the man, Bucky?
2: Oh, I said, unless you talk to Buckminster Fuller about it, which you can't because he's dead. But it, and I didn't talk to him about it. We're but he's a explored fucking in one What of did his he books say? That, What did he say? That they were created to convince people to specialize. And it kind of helps keep the people controlled and hate vocal pauses.
3: Divide and conquer, like specialization.
2: Uh, Yeah. Specialized knowledge keeps people from, over-specialized knowledge keeps people from being generally knowledgeable. Makes people more dependent on the system. That totally makes sense. Because they spend a lot of time doing the one thing. And they don't know how to do a lot of other things. I don't
3: know enough about my one thing. I need to know more, 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 and everything else can fall by the wayside.
2: Right. And, And then... I mean, in my—that's how I was raised. In my experience, well, I mean, I, I really enjoyed my college experience. So,
3: I—I I don't know if that's how I was raised, but that's how I perceive reality. I perceived, and and a lot of book smart people that I know, like for example, a certain adjunct professor that I love, like a lot of people that dive into the world of books and knowledge and reading, um, aren't good, aren't polymaths in the slightest, aren't good at general hygiene aren't good at general socialization aren't good at they're so deep into the the written word hitting their mind that you know that their home can need a paint job for 10 years yeah but every week they're reading a new book
2: Um, or 10
3: yeah and and that is a European thing as well I mean where do the books come from fucking Europe you know what I mean it's like there's so many cultures for so many thousands of years I mean when, when was the first fucking bible printed the Gutenberg was like fucking 150 years ago that that all of a sudden books are like fucking legal justification for genocide and fucking land theft and fucking nonsense and, and it's existed for 150 years. You know what I mean? Longer than that, huh?
2: Longer than that, right? Well, if
3: you're talking about handwritten, you know, if if you're t- if you're talking about the religious orders and holy men scribing on papyrus and shit, tens of thousands of years probably. But as far as like a fucking printed fucking white devil fucking excuse for fucking bullshit. <laughs> Thank you for laughing.
2: Like, wait a minute. Are you talking about me? <laughs> well, I'm talking about white the devil? The world that we grew up in.
3: I'm a white devil. I'm a white devil too. I mean, you can't, you, if you fucking can't, turn.
2: Nothing he, to he, do about he, it.
3: Here, yeah. I, I, It's, it's like I said, when I got into a fucking racist argument with a, uh, a, a Satanist uh, white power motherfucker in Indiana County jail. A Satanist? Yeah. I, I said, I said, dude, I came out of my mom this way. I'm not fucking proud of it. I got no pride in the way that I looked when I came out of my mama. If I have any pride for it, I'm I have pride in the fact that my mom had me. And it doesn't matter what fucking color I am. That, that's where I'm at with the whole thing. But. um,
2: That's a boring way for a Satanist to be.
3: No, I said that. No, to him. I'm
2: saying that Satanist being racist, that's just boring.
3: Well, apparently this racist fucking white power fucking cokehead Satanist was blowing the biggest, baddest black dude every morning before everybody got up. So, you know, everybody's got their thing. So maybe it was like a weird kink for him to act like he was racist. I don't fucking know. But what the hell was I getting at? My rule of thumb is if the sun turns your flesh pink, like red like like we've been taught by christians that the devil is then you're a fucking white devil
2: (laughs) i would have assumed he'd be prettier like
3: my trip for years on my blog whenever i start getting into the race thing is i started ever since game of thrones i started spelling white w-i-g-h-t
2: oh like they're dead
3: white like like yeah like the dead dragons killable npc the 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 evil white the undead barrow white you know where where, where they still sting from
2: yeah yeah because they're dead (laughs) i've said that three times now they're
3: soulless they are lifeless they are animated corpses that hunger for what you know what i mean like they don't even hunger for anything they hunger for you to fuck off that's what a white does they're like get the fuck away from me or i will kill you for being near me i think they desire
2: life again right
3: well How would you even ever know? You know what I mean? It's an interesting theory, but it's like, how do you even philosophize white logic?
2: (laughs) White logic. (laughs) Yeah. I've been
3: dying to get you on the
2: mic How do you philosophize white logic? Okay, so wait,
3: let's stay focused on Neil Stevenson for a little bit because there are so many directions this can go every time I get on the mic.
2: I don't chase things. Like I don't author's music for the most part. I don't really chase it. So when I find something that I really like, I don't search out everything that that person's done. But every once in a while, somebody will be like, you should check this one out. I'm like, Oh, I really like that guy. So I think I'll uh, read that one too. Yeah. I mean, so you, I mean, it took did, me,
3: you've been da- diving into Neil Stevenson. Yeah.
2: And then a couple years and then seven eaves and a few more years. And, and then diamond age. And it, it, it Because I I don't really, I don't know. It's just like, maybe it's ADD, maybe it's... No, that's that's a big nibble of a really big author,
3: dude. That's like huge. like I'm telling you, I can't have this conversation about this man with another human being that I've ever met in the flesh that I know of. You know what I mean? Like, this is not a highly discussed author. Um, So... Seven Eves, can you do me a favor and give me a too long, didn't read on like what you feel like the, cause I can talk about what specific points were that I got from each of his books. Can you, do you feel like you could put into words what a, what a, what a takeaway from seven Eves was like, take care of the earth because the moon's gonna kill us kind of thing, or is there, is there a meta like that you really got blown away by? Because I got blown away by metas on every other one
2: of his books. That we barely need people to procreate, especially once we've got a library of material. Like we separate from the people a library of genetic material or we separate from plants or we separate from animals a library of genetic material and we no longer need men. I mean, ideally in that we needed women because you have to have a body to incubate the body to incubate the (laughs) The creator, the actual creator. I mean, I'm sure it could be done medically, but in their case, it couldn't be at the time. Um, it also got pretty deep into epigenetics. I think it talked about as much about epigenetics as it did, um, orbital mechanics.
3: <laughs> so like basically, <laughs> you know, so I'm basically like, it's an exploration of, of how to map the future of humanity scientifically, not, not romantically.
2: He, I mean, yeah, it was, a. I mean, there was some romanticized parts. I mean, it had...
3: Yeah, yeah yeah oh believe me reamed the whole thing is like this is like neil stevenson's screenplay attempt like reamed was created for there to be a franchise and i think quite honestly that who, klein or whoever at ready player one just fucking stuck him right up the pooper because i think klein was just like
2: i think it, that was just more accessible for the for the general public oh yeah of course because for some reason the general public really eats up teen literature right it well, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to no, make but it's any judgment
3: It's a bigger market though, too. If you I'm get... not.
2: I'm not going to. I mean, I know so many adults that are into teen literature yeah. because it's what they can really it's access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you start getting into things like Neil Stevenson, and he starts getting a little bit more cerebral, and not to say I'm not saying I'm smarter than the general public. I just like. A little bit more nuanced and difficult yeah. to access story yeah, yeah
3: yeah yeah if you have a child then you're way more interested in stories that are going to help you relate to your child's journey and that your child is going to experience than cerebral ones that explore the nature of reality and the multiverse and the cosmos yeah i am totally on board with your point yeah. oh no
2: that really wasn't my point well
3: of course it wasn't because you're fucking contrarian, <laughs> no, but...
2: my, my, my point is just like that's what a lot of people have access to like in their mentality they have access to teen literature because that's the stories that people are watching and looking at when you get into tv like good good things that i've seen they get cut because it's too hard to follow carnival cut cuz it was too hard to follow
3: well the money's in the in the what mass it, appeal the money
2: but they wrote they did all of the movies of twilight um Blech.
3: I, I just think that, you know, like you were getting back to the team thing. It, it's like, if you can open up the, if you can get six year olds to want to open up their wild, then those are going to be the biggest movies of all. Like the, the, the toy stories, you know, the, the, the CGI, you know, the ones uh, it's all about capital. It's a flaw capitalism. Yeah. You
2: know? Yeah. 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 Just whatever it is. Which
3: is another reason I love talking to you, dude, because not only are you fascinating with your, with your mind generally, but like you're a true craftsman, man. Like there's, there's people that work with their hands and there's people that don't. And there's people that think they know what they can do. And then there's people that actually do what they can do. And like, you're a real motherfucker, dude. Like, I just got to tell you, like, for real,
2: that's just because you can touch my hand like that. That's why I seem real. (laughs) Just fucking around.
3: Well, I've seen you carry a over 800 pound slab of concrete bench by yourself across a lawn. And, um, don't, I've seen. Don't I've tell anybody this. I've out seen. Loud. I've seen you.
2: <laughs>
0: I've seen you
3: regularly perform feats for no other reason than because you wanted to, for no glory, for no recognition, for not for no other reason than because you saw a need that you wanted to fill. I've seen you test your body in ways that are near superhuman.
2: Why else would you do it? I. I mean, I suppose you could do it to make well, money. Well, for example,
3: things, the reason but... I don't. Is because when I just fucking help you, because I literally like see what you're doing, and I'm like, no one human can do that. I need to be there to help. Uh, I feel it for a week afterwards, bro. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to Neil Stevenson, did you do anathem I I forget. No. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Okay. Can I throw? You're not gonna. Ruin can, it I a, can I throw it? Can I throw it too long? Didn't read uh, meta spoiler at you or no, what
2: ahead. of what I think. I don't mind.
3: Okay. Do me a favor someday when you read too
2: long didn't read what?
3: Yeah, spoiler.
2: What is too long didn't read?
3: T L D R. Like if you didn't read it, here's here's it's thing people say on the internet. Like, oh, here's a whole long article. (laughs) That's why. Like they'll post like a whole long article and they'll be like T L D R colon and then they'll explain what you're supposed to get out of all that bullshit that that you didn't want to read because it's too long. So, Mm. but Anathem you should read because you like Neil Stevenson. Oh, I will. I mean, I read. So how trippy is this dude? I feel like in concert with the long now project, I feel like Neil Stevenson meta explored in that very, very thick book, a, an exploration of religious orders, philosophy, science, and spirituality with the multiverse in a way that by the time you get to the end of the story, the best way I can put it into words in a TLDR fashion is that, because there are some monks, ascetic monks, that literally live on a 10,000 year timeframe by choice as opposed to a 365 day a year time frame. like their, their year is 10,000 years. They are capable of living in a equal reality to a fully technological, you know, child of the United States of America citizen. They're, they're living on the same planet, in the same timeline, in the same reality, but yet the, because of the disjointed nature of their reality with with the common folk reality, they're able to affect the common folk reality in a way that no common folk reality is even rationally or theoretically capable of affecting it. That that such radical change can come from such a radical departure that uh, that that it that it defies logic. You're
2: saying in the book.
3: Yeah, he, that's, after like 1200 pages, it's like, as you're trying to digest what you just occurred, it's like, did, did he just posit that, that, that could exist? You know, like, have you ever heard the concept that like, there are some, well, if
2: you, I mean, if you could look at, if you could look at the patterns over generations and keep that in view rather than just the pattern in your lifetime, you could totally affect some. Make some really large effect, you know. Have some really large effects. You not totally, probably, have some really large effects with relatively little action because you would know what to insert to start the pattern.
3: Right, butterfly effect style.
2: Yeah, yeah. Without time travel. Well, I mean, I guess it's time travel in a way.
3: Yeah, because it's always now. It, it, it's like if you heard that Buddhist concept that there's the um, beings of immense power, compassion, and um, knowledge that have spent you know decades in a cave and they're completely sealed off from society but it's like that's that's um whether they ever do hit society or not is another story for the future i guess but but part of the reason that they have such abilities is because they are so cut off from have you ever heard anything like that uh-uh. yeah heard. i don't remember who said it but probably ram das probably ram das you want a sparkle water? This is lemon-lime. No, I'm sugar, solid. Though. I'm it's
2: trying to, I'm going to find this other... Where's that? Chalice. Um, do you want me to go look for the other battery, too? I got, yeah.
3: one, I got one in my car.
2: Nah, nah.
3: This is the shit right here, though, dude. Smell this.
2: What is that? Is that your? live resin from across the street.
3: 18 bucks a gram. Huh? Wreck. That's it's a lot. It's exactly what that is, except it's just pure. It, it doesn't have any solvents or
2: anything no solvents right yeah
3: it's heat it's heat pressed from the flash frozen plant
2: oh damn they literally just and this is it compress it through and out so well i'll have to read ream d before
3: uh well they're they're separate you know it doesn't matter
2: it doesn't matter what order
3: you go there but you are correct in reading the baroque cycle before cryptonomicon because just what's his name What's the what's the what's the Wrath Scallion lead character? What's his name again? Hayduke or something? No, not Hayduke. That's Edward Abbey.
2: I don't know who are they. Who's it following right now? I mean, I'm probably you know the two only... brothers that
3: grew up in the penitentiary, brought up by the British system because they were like thieves that were like homeless. I'm not thieves. there yet. Oh no,
2: Waterhouse. Daniel Waterhouse is it's his Daniel name. Daniel Waterhouse's story right now. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So that dude, his like great 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 grandkids are in Cryptonomicon.
0: Ooh,
2: okay
3: well actually I'm not spoiling anything I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna get into details
2: oh, you could spoil I don't I, I think that what I, forget I just about stuff. I
3: think that what I just said is true technically it might actually be that the people in Cryptonomicon are, are related to him but not actually his offspring I don't remember
2: <clears throat> that's okay I don't really do spoilers that well because or I don't I'm not that affected by spoilers because I sometimes forget things that people tell me so either that or i'm really good at watching movies and putting what people tell me out of my head while i'm watching them or reading right, right. a book that people have told me about and i'm like oh my goodness that happened
3: have you heard any buzz about this new aaron sorkin that's coming out this what you know the guy
2: um, <laughs> what's that answer tell you, you oh know, no you know the guy <laughs> no, who I did.
3: Uh, you know the guy who did west wing and uh and he made that movie social network aaron sorkin no. he's, re- he's really famous for his um very zippy intellectual cokehead style dialogue and, okay. in all of his shows and movies and everything. It's like super hyper-intelligent, like people are just going, going, going. So he made one that's coming out on Netflix like this week about the Chicago five or the Chicago seven, whatever the people that, Abby Hoffman, when Abby Hoffman was, was put on trial for being a, a terrorist provocateur and, uh, Ali G, Sasha Baron Cohen is playing Abby Hoffman so Ooh, apparently like that's people, his new one right yeah people are freaking out about it yeah well he also as a new one also made a new Borat apparently Ninja oh yeah no one knows about it but or nobody knew he was filming it but it's like being screened already so they're both coming out boom boom Shouldn't,
2: people barely knew he was filming the first one they thought it was somebody else
3: yeah that's the only way he can do that shit um you know I I admire <laughs> him so much he's so brilliant but it's like there's something about the fact that he can be that politically cunning and he's not in a, he's not a U.S. citizen. He's, he's a Brit. I mean, maybe he is now, but when he first hit like 10 plus years ago for me with Ali G and all that shit, I was like, this dude's a one man revolution. I'm so on board. Like he's just challenging the bullshit. And then I got really upset about four years ago or whatever, when all this Trump shit's going down and he fucking does another one of his Ali G style things, but it's like really politically bent. And apparently it's it's that way. I don't know because he did it for Showtime behind a paywall. And I'm like, fuck you, you British motherfucker for fucking doing this amazing work for the people, but I got to fucking pay for it on a fucking channel. Like, fuck you and Howard Stern for fucking running off to the satellites. Fuck all your monthly fee fucking world. <laughs> fuck, your, fuck your monthly fee fucking subscription model of life rent model of life legal fucking representation of fucking life fuck you
2: i'm oh i'll vibe with that
3: well i love you man you're a blue collar motherfucker. no i'll
2: vibe with that one i yeah. Like, yeah i'm not gonna i mean there's enough people that are willing to pay for it so whatever but it's
3: like a it's turning a world that should be for everyone into a caste system
2: there's no world that should be for everyone. Why not? I mean, besides the world. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. I don't know, I mean... Is there someone it's at your boring. door? That just isn't going to happen, huh? Hi there. I'm the most boring guest ever. It's really weird speaking into a microphone. I've got this... It's like somebody's leaning over into my face trying to get what I have to say. And I don't, you know, have some things to say, I suppose do really like neil stevenson really really amazingly researched and funny as fuck hero fucking protagonist holy shit you can't make that shit up oh no hey you totally can sorry because he did i was too busy being all serious reading william gibson instead and didn't get into neil stevenson until i was in my early 30s
3: sage and monica um are beautiful people that I met
2: through Native Mariel and they just
3: stopped by so I want to introduce you to them Monica hi that, there. that's hi, that's hi. Sage and that's Forrest Hey, Sage, on, like that's
2: forest. hey how's cool. it going
1: Hey what's up guys How you doing
2: Sage cool. Sage Forest. Forest. we got yeah. We got yeah.
3: mics going. Uh, do you want me to turn on those ones over there so we can oh, get that? you two? I mean yeah. have, right now just these two are, but I can turn them all on if you want. No, 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 no. We're not ready for all that. All right. But but please anytime.
2: I'm barely I'm not ready for it either. Right on.
3: Right on. So yeah, definitely we gotta puff some herb and uh, talk some shit on these mics, please. Yeah. Uh, Let's keep down, man. you wanna puff?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I like this, nice, you guys, man. Where the have you been? I'm responsible. Adulting? <laughs> you say that grudgingly. <laughs> yeah, you, you, like right? you say that like right, it's a problem. <laughs> and if I use this,
3: take over. Take I, I, I. over.
0: Um, I got a uh, oh.
3: cute. Oh, this is too cool. Um, but I. I, 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 I are you guys still living over in that neck of the woods where yes. I saw you by the gas station like a year yeah. ago or not? You know,
1: we live up here. Oh, uh,
3: that's right. You...
1: Oh, wow. Where she lived. I got my own place downtown.
3: Or they got you like sober living or something?
1: <coughs> nope. My own place, legit. <laughs> smoke, Temporarily. Pop up there, everything. i everything <laughs> goes how my PS4, to. stay up late, <coughs> <coughs> Having anybody over. <coughs>
2: right on. But...
0: But the state doesn't want you there or something? Just until he completes a, c- a couple classes and then... Is
3: that all it is though? It's, it's, it's just
0: bullshit. classes. Like yeah. you,
1: guys, you guys are doing great. Man. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. It's us, yes. We're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. Okay. It's just pleasing them, you know? It's, yeah. Still a lot of red tape we
3: Jumping through the legal hoops of uh, fucking... Uh, man,
2: it's such a long process to get out of it.
3: Forces a yeah. grandfather.
2: <laughs> <laughs> tied
1: up man seriously but things are loosening up and we we got our son back
3: i mean you guys look you great you look like yourselves you don't I'm look generous, fucking scattered and frantic you look healthy it's All so great scared. to see you Everything. yeah no you it's so great out. to see you like centered don't and not yeah. you know, like yeah. there's a carb on the side bro on the left side of the oh. Oh, right oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. oh, I'm looking for it right here. I got yeah. one without, I got one without too, if you prefer. Oh, this, so one, this one doesn't have a carb, that one does. I had that one custom made. It took
2: I... me so long to get out of the legal system.
3: Yeah, the legal system, honestly, I've.
2: And then I came out so fucking scared.
3: I've had decades of the legal system in my life, and then finally I turned a corner when I was like 37, 38. How old are you, Sage?
1: I'm 37. So
3: at exactly your age, bro, I realized that the system will always, <laughs> always inject itself into my life because that's what it thinks its job is. But if I say to the system, this is what your job is for me, the system's like, okay, as long as you pay me, okay, whatever you want. Like I, I literally <laughs> learned how to tell it what i want and I and pay it your... to fuck off and and it's the best way <laughs> pay it to fuck that's off. what it wants it wants it wants paperwork and it wants demands it wants <laughs> money it it wants money no i mean really from my heart like i was your age when i realized this it wants money to go away and the only way it'll go away on your terms is if you fucking tell it what your terms are if it's like you need to do this you need and you be like well this is what i'm going to do and how much do i owe you and then they fuck off
1: you know. And then it, it's it's, going myself it's
3: head, all it is, bro. You're
1: kind of just paying with your time. You know? That's
3: yes! Dude, I did fucking four months with a dude in Noblesville County Jail I did four months with a dude who fucking he's in there with me and I'm like how much longer you got and he's like well I just got done fucking two years in prison and I got another fucking six months and I'm out and I'm like for what and he's like I stole a safe but the motherfuckers don't know where it is and I do when I get out I'm gonna get it and I go how much do you think you're gonna get out of that safe and he's like 21 grand I'm like dude you just spent three and a half years of your fucking life locked up for 21 grand you could have made that in a fucking year dude
2: you know what I mean it's it's those thinking errors. Man, wage
1: and I made twenty five a year.
3: Yeah, it's like fucking people work harder at not working sometimes, and it's yeah. always because of drugs, because of the fucking war on drugs.
1: Okay, man, we have jobs. It's just easier
3: just to, you know, coast. You know, it's like slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. You know. You could, you could fucking rob a bank and have a million dollars and be dead in, in 10 minutes, or you could go slow and steady and wins the race and have a good life. Like a
1: turtle. I had one want to before
0: when
3: I was little. Great
1: They went to the sweat lodge with it. And I guess wherever, whatever it was made out of, the things inside, they didn't rattle anymore. Uh, I think it's seeds.
3: Oh, they got wet. The one that I got wasn't
1: seeds. I don't
3: think it was. I think it was. Oh, dude, are you ready for this? You know how I love your art. You remember how when we were tripping you drew oh, man. You, 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 It's a lot of art. All right. I, I think I, I think I want to hire you if you're interested. You
1: tattooing I want to do some painting.
3: Okay, well I have a specific request if you're interested. Okay. So, I used to make t-shirts and um, I sold them this is like late 90s and I sold them with my poetry on the back and I and I me and my buddy made this symbol up for the for for like the logo for the shirts to like market the poetry and um so this is the symbol i had it on a business card just that that it's like 3bu is the symbol and it's like uh for beautiful babylon babies unite so what what i'm what i'm interested in paying you for if you want to do it is just that symbol i don't care about the words just that symbol yeah you know how there's that um you know how there's that rubbery s- stuff that you can carve yeah and so i already bought it i have it right here you can take it with you if you want but if you want to take this card with you so that you have the symbol yeah and i'll give you another like a hand drawn one that i made yeah. and just look at it and trip out on it and like draw it on this thing that i'm going to give you and if you carve it then i'll be able to use it as a stamp for shirts it only has to be like big enough to p- oh, put on a shirt you know what i mean so e- a stencil, well, a stencil okay. that you're going to carve out of rubber
1: oh, okay you. i got you here I totally got it. Okay. Oh my God, you guys. It's like a rubber stamp, right? Yeah, this yes, right
3: here. Oh, wow, you're fucking awesome. You, you know, know what, what mean? I mean? Do quick. it. Go. So, this one will be like. If you carve it, if you carve it, uh... how big like, do you want it? Just well, just like big enough for a shirt, you know. What I mean, just for a little, like like like. like, like cut in half. Yeah, and yeah. The whole thing right there, or you could do two, you know. What yeah, I mean? that's, that's the same. Pattern. Yeah, yeah. And then this will <laughs> be the, and then this will be the backdrop. Then whatever size it is, then I'll cut another one. So I will have one color go this color, and then one color go that color. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's how it will stamp. But um, like, dude, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Oh shit! I'll do this tonight.
1: And I'll, fucking be I'll bring it home over tomorrow.
3: <laughs> you guys. Any, any style you want of that symbol, you know what I mean? Okay. You guys, I, um, I hate to cut it short, but I,
1: gotta gotta go. I got I got stuff on the on the stove that I gotta go and go to the store. Know. So I mean. I
3: have to go handle that first. If, really? Yeah, I do. So really, really. Can, really. This, is, this, this is my hand-drawn one where I did a little different because I thought instead of dots, I wanted it to be a sun and a moon. So you, oh, you yeah, that that's a good take. idea, too. Hey. Okay. Okay. But, um, but then if I ever make shirts, I can have shirts printed up that have like a fucking poem on the back, and then I can stamp it with what you make. I like can stamp it. Roses. And I can be like, my fucking boy Sage made this stamp. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. screen print. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, it's what you said the first thing. Stencil. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: I'll come back there or tomorrow or whenever. You still
3: got my number, it. motherfuckers. You yeah. can come by anytime yeah, What I the know. fuck? I just I got know. my service I today. I'm just, I'm not I just crazy. got I've
1: finished my for, house. I've been out
3: for two weeks, man. Well, no, get your fucking shit over here and hang out. I love you guys. We'll come by. <laughs> <laughs> huh?
1: Take that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, you so fucking cool. Okay. Hey, well, man. we'll be back. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I got keep it. I got to handle. This keep on it up. Stuff. Whatever you doing, keep breathe. it up. Yes, we got this, man. We're doing awesome. All hey, right. I'll be back, awesome. man. See you all.
2: It was nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to right. meet you from
1: um, forest, right? Yeah,
2: Sage. Plant
1: life. I got a cousin named it, so he is. how I remembered your name.
2: Right on. Good to Yeah, see you. I mean, I would say,
0: like, for you, dude, like,
3: like, knowing you, like, I was thinking about this when you said you were coming over. I was like, growing up in the suburbs of Philadelphia in a very repressed, basically wannabe English environment like where like people the the highest aspiration was to like fucking b- pretend like you were a Dutch or, or a uh, a baron from fucking Europe like it was like <laughs> was like the environment that I that that's what's revered in the cultures that I was forced into by my father you know right like, right who who literally grew up the street behind Valley Forge Military Academy where they filmed taps you know what i mean right like like he was like programmed you know to be what he what he is and and so he was programming me to be that you know but like you embody to me like the the wild west spirit that to me is what is what makes the west coast a different country to me than the east coast that i was raised in that that from 96 the first time i dipped my head in the pacific ocean when i first drove across country it was like so clear to me that it, I, the whole world i grew up in if it, if it exists out here, it's because someone's trying to bring it out here and it's not wanted out here and it it's not what here is. And for me, like, um, you know, that, th- that happens in a million ways for each person. But like, for example, like I've never had a West coast girlfriend, I've had lovers from the West coast, but I've never like actually been in a, in a lover relationship with a, with a woman who grew up on the West coast, like ever. um, mm. um like my last girlfriend was from Alaska originally, Portland since the, the mid 90s Alaska is as west
2: coast as it fucking gets. That's nah, north coast.
3: That's fucking a whole nother fucking situation. But anyway.
2: Well, it seems, spe- well, like an amplification. I of mean, the spirit it, if that's you here. count
3: Chile as well, like my, my girlfriend before that is from South Philly, but she was born in Chile. So, I mean. That's west coast. But, but, um,. Whatever, that's the dude. west coast They're, of that, south that's America, north but... coast south coast and this is fucking west coast is i'm geographically illiterate i'm not saying you're you're wrong i'm no, saying I'm
2: just fucking around with the concept right. of west coast but anyway
3: and i know that one of the reasons that i've never had a west coast girlfriend is because i still have an east coast fucking reality that like is very fucking in me you know and there's no time for it out here you know people will tolerate it and be amused by it
2: i think there's no time for what's out here in the east coast mentality
3: True.
2: Well, talk about fucking time, people. Like, I mean, the West Coast is as close as a thing as I can think to the concept of island time. True. In the U.S.? In the U.S. Except Key West. Like, give a fuck. Key West. Yeah, but those are old people on vacation. No, fuck
3: Key West people. is a special little paradise that you have to go to. Uh, yeah. Someday, if you ever make it to the East Coast, go to Key West, trust me.
2: Um, depends. Is there just a bunch of old white people there? vacationing
3: not just but they're definitely there no it's it's like an island it's like a caribbean island for real i was like
2: i'm gonna have a friend take me to the caribbean or something like that
3: i mean you can you can hop on a on a rednecks boat in key west and be in jamaica
2: in four hours that might that that might be better
3: i'm saying though like that's how you have to drive on a four-hour bridge to get to the key west island right um but um but what you said about the east coast not having time for the west coast That's so profound to me fast, fast paced. Not only is that true, but it's also like, because of the European invasion that I'm constantly railing about, in my opinion, it's literally culturally to the point where the West coast is relegated to reacting to a three hour delay of the East coast that because the West coast actually lives in the future but is being oppressed by a European dominant East coast invasion. The way that the U S society works is that the West coast, which is actually in the future because of a three hour delay actually has to wait until fucking the, the West coast time catches up to the East coast time for us to see what happened on the East coast. They play those, those games with us on all the major channels on all the radio shows. It's like, you don't know what happened on in Washington, D.C., until three hours later because of a theater of acting like DC is more important when in reality, you know, the whole West coast is basically, um, the closest to paradise on earth earth that the USA can attempt to acknowledge. Maybe Montana. Well, that's the fucking West coast. for. <laughs> like I said, I'm geographically illiterate, but coming from the East coast, Montana's the fucking Pacific West coast. Northwest.
2: Yeah. The fuck? yeah, yeah. If the fucking, Again, uni- I'm just talking shit.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. The, And East Coasters, East Coast folks that I've met, you all can say a lot in three hours. Say what? You all can say a lot in three hours. I
3: thought you said say a lie in three hours. Say a
2: lot. You all talk really fast. Yeah. Like, really fast. Like, there's some sort of efficiency that, that needs to happen in talking to make it...
3: Can I give you my theory on that?
2: Less wasteful. I mean, that's efficient, right? But...
3: No, efficiency is fucking hitting the mark, and West Coast does that.
2: Uh, Yeah. There's a lot to be said for being succinct.
3: My theory about the yappiness of the East Coast is that because of the European caste system and because of the fucking corruptness of D.C. and the corruptness of the financial markets in, in New York City, there are so many powerful people that are so full of shit on the East Coast that if words are flying, it's easier to deflect the bullshit. It's, it's more socially, it's more socially respectable or it's, it puts more people at ease socially if there's fucking a stream of fucking diarrhea of the mouth at all times. You, yeah. They they don't want you to dwell on the reality of their fucking actual fucking shittiness.
2: No. And if you're busy trying to climb up out of their stream of fucking words and, you know, just bringing up points of defense, you never get to, Yeah. or, you know countering points you never actually get to make a point
3: that's exactly the republican entire political philosophy at this point but it is an entire east coast philosophy as well
2: we need that stupid stick again talking stick the talking stick talking sock talking stuffed bear whatever yes we need a talking something or other pass the feather i mean we my family and i are notorious for interrupting each other and yelling over each other and You know, a lot of the times in heated arguments, that's what I tend to do because it's, you know, but I don't do it quickly. I just do it loudly. It's how we were raised, us. Your dad was a vet too, right? I do it loudly. Nuke mate spec in Turkey during Vietnam.
3: Yeah. My dad was in Vietnam as
2: well. It's how we were raised. There were no nukes in Turkey, of course, during Vietnam, but he was stationed there not working on nuclear weapons, even though that was his job, MOS, whatever it's called.
3: Both. Yeah, it's called both <laughs> you, hit it. yeah. you hit it twice
2: there yeah. good redundancy yeah. You I know, wouldn't want anybody to be confused
3: uh, there was a Philly band back in the 90s when I was in ROTC there was a Philly band or maybe they weren't from Philly I don't know where they were from but they were a punk band that I would go see in Philly and they were called the New Bomb Turks you ever heard of them? no it was like total 90s Arab punk local I think they were local but I could be wrong
2: did you say Arab? punk?
3: Uh, no uh, oh, I was
2: like era. what uh, no, I thought era. you said 90s Arab punk and I was like what era. really era. Yeah, no, no. I've never heard no. I've never heard Middle Eastern punk can you imagine yeah I bet there is the things that we're not exposed to here in the states
3: I don't know man I, I, I don't know how it works in the Middle East I've never been but it seems to me that like it seems like anything goes except if you piss off the wrong people and then nothing goes
2: I don't know i'm not
3: well like i i always heard that if you got caught like with heroin in like um saudi arabia like you'd get fucking killed and like i i I, or or egypt you know i I don't know which one like i said i'm geographically illiterate i'm a moron but anyway i always heard that that that, that, like you know the, the penalty for drug use was death and then the next thing i know i i hear that uh a friend of mine in in that I know through ROTC was stationed over there with his father, who worked for the CIA, and that's where he picked up his heroin habit. And uh, and then I know another dude who fucking was a heroin addict when I knew him, like literally cooked it up in front of me and told me that it was safer than riding a bike because he wanted me to do it with him. And I and I refused. Like he he was a slimy fucking asshole, and he went over there working for the fucking AP, the Associated Press, and fucking is still alive. They never fucking chopped him up. Like, supposedly, he published a book and everything.
2: I guess you have to get caught. I mean, it, it's like, yeah. here, it's yeah. illegal, and you go to jail, but I know a lot of people who do it and aren't in jail. Right. Cause they haven't got caught.
3: I mean, that, that's what it seems like over there, you know? It's like, you know, it's like, on the one hand, ISIS is fucking chopping people's heads off for fucking putting up cell phone towers, and on the other hand, they're looting fucking tombs, you know? I don't, I don't fucking get it.
2: I don't know about any head chopping. That makes me really cringe. Well, it was a dude concept from, of it, head chopping. It was a
3: dude from the town next over from where I grew Oof. up. Daniel, got his... The first one, Daniel Berg. He was from Westchester. Oh, this is so a fucked up, man. He's a Jewish dude setting up cell phone towers in Iraq. Like that. Yeah, there's, something also, fu- there's something fucked up about that. You know what I mean? There's something fucked right? up about a dude from the next town over from me who identifies as Jewish went over to Iraq to set up fucking cell phone towers. You know what I mean? Like the, It's like,
2: yeah. wasn't he a journalist?
3: Dude, it was so long ago. All I know is here's is, what I there's what I all, know. All I know is I know a dude who was his friend, and like I saw the tears in his eyes, and I saw the rage in his heart, and and I and I, you know I I watched the, the the horrible video as much as I could. You know, like it was all horrible. It's genocide.
2: Oof. That's stronger than me. I don't watch that crap. It's
3: genocide. It's modern day genocide. It's like. Fuck the brown people. We got the technology to send in drones to fucking blow them up so we can grab their oil. Fuck them. That's basically the fucking... There are 20-year-olds that have lived in that their entire lives. Their entire lives, our nation's just been fucking blowing up brown people for oil. And 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 to protect their property fields in I Afghanistan.
2: A, I had a really interesting fight with a argument, argument, disagreement with uh, my ex-wife's family over that um, military family. And I... I brought up the possible resource motivations and got shouted at and told to shut up. And the argument ended because of all the good we're doing over there and all the freedom we're fighting for. And I was like, "You mean it's not motivated by resources? Okay, because I, I don't feel any freer and safer. That, that was my that was my argument. And, You're right. But I totally got shut down. And I guess you want to feel good about what you're paying for and allowing your, you know, yourself to do if you're being hired to do that by, say, the military. And you want, you know, you want to believe that the country that you support and fund with your taxes is, is also doing the right things in the places it's choosing to spend your money. So, I, I mean, I understand the difficulty that some people might have believing that, that their purposes were less than altruistic.
3: I love that you're bringing this up right now because I've been thinking about it very heavily, the motivations behind what's going on in Iraq, Afghanistan, because Joe Rogan had on this right wing dude from Texas because he just moved to Texas and he had on this dude who was raised by a drug enforcement agent. And he was Mr. Like he literally welcomed Joe to Texas and his new Texas studio by handing Joe and his one employee each a custom pistol with a with a custom made holster. And, you know, his whole, his whole argument about what he did and does like with the army, um, over there is people would understand if they've seen what I've seen. And it's like, for me, that is such a bald naked, basically racist perspective. There's no other way for me to put it than racist, because if you're saying you would agree with me, if you saw what I saw, then what you're saying is, is that I'm willing to kill people and you can't stop me because you don't know what I know. It's like, there's no fucking, there's no, there's no rational outcome to that logic is my point. It's like the best way I can describe it is that scene in that shitty Indiana Jones where Sean Connery was in it as the dad. And there's that like penultimate scene where finally the, the, the chalice of eternal life, the Holy grail is in a dude's hands. And the moment he gets it or she gets it, they immediately are in a life or death situation where they have to choose between the chalice of eternal life or saving their own life. And they choose the chalice of eternal life and die. And then as a result, Indiana Jones is now put in that position, and he's mulling it over as well. And the only reason he still lives is because he does not choose that fucking. Because he's house. not as
2: dumb as the German woman, yes. The Nazi woman. Sorry, yeah. I don't know yeah. if she was actually German. She could have been some other. Dramatic. Yeah, the
3: Aryan dominatrix. He 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 fucking let it go. <sighs> and Aryan so it's
2: dominatrix. like,
3: ugh, I do not share your <laughs> lust for it, it, that. It was a joke. Okay, good. It was a joke. Because uh, yeah, I, I, I'm into frigging dominant women, but the frigging. The, the the black leather boot shit like I, it's like I, I I can't I don't want no hate involved in my fucking
2: you would if you've seen what I've seen I mean
0: <laughs> that's
2: because you're from Oregon bro you're I mean, from the you whitest know, fucking no, 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 state no, no. in the was, fucking union I was, I was imitating what I was mocking mimicking <laughs> It, you know, like saying what that guy said, and, uh, you know, the I'm the you. guy you were talking about in the middle, you know, yeah. while he was over in the Middle East yeah, doing yeah. what he's doing over there. I'm teasing you because I it, love this state. And fucking I would, here. man, if you'd seen what I'd seen, that's a, that's it. I mean, when you've that's, destabilized an area, when you've spent 40 years or 60 years destabilizing right. an area, and then you send anybody in, of course they're going to fucking see some destabilized shit and people trying to, you know, that's the root of all the wars keep their shit that together is what for my whatever. father
3: raised me to believe exactly that perspective and that's what these fucking people that are bringing the war on drugs to I'm the like, fucking homes it's it's all, all this is, is you you'd agree with me if you knew what i knew
2: i'm like you're gonna have to show it to me and and tell me what it is for me to fucking agree with you. I,
3: no, I'm beyond even trying to agree. I'm like, the proof is in the pudding.
2: anybody who said that to me, I've never believed. Well, I mean, the, like, I've never the agreed with The proof is in the pudding, them. dude. I've never agreed with them afterwards. You know, know afterwards. what I mean? You
3: can't look at... <laughs> we have literally the most incarcerated population that Earth has ever seen in the United States of America for my fucking... Half of my life, dude, we've had more people locked up in the USA than have ever been locked up in any nation hey, on Earth. China is... Probably China worse, probably is, worse, because they, they got the scale of fucking humanity that I can't I mean, even comprehend. I mean, you're not... I can't even comprehend what's going on over there. I'll, I'll see to you on anything having to do with Asia. But my point is, is that fucking...
2: Uh, no, well, I just mean between like Falun Dafa practitioners and the Uyghurs and any other group that's not, that doesn't conform... That's been locked up. I mean, the number of people that were, they might. They might be beating us, but for totally different reasons. And I suppose concentration camps are different than prisons.
3: What I'm saying, dude, but I'm saying, dude, I'm saying
2: it's rude. Proof, nonetheless, it, both are rude.
3: You can't have any pudding until you've had your meat, dude. The, the first. proof's in the pudding, man. Dessert like, first. What I'm saying is, is that our society is crumbling apart as our military is being advocated, as our police are becoming more militarized, and more people are dying in the streets than ever. Their fucking system yields what? We've been at war for two decades in the Middle East. The war's coming home to roost now. What is their fucking point? That we all need to join the army and start marching?
2: Well, we've been at war in the Middle East for longer than two decades. Yeah, like bro.
3: thirty-five years, bro. Like if you Long, if you count the CIA that. handing sams to the fucking, um, what were they called?
2: Count the CIA what?
3: When in the eighties, when the surface-to-air missiles were being handed from the CIA over to the. Uh, Mujahideen. You remember that? You're
2: talking about the Iran Contra?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the Muhajahideen knocking fucking Russian helicopters out of the sky with surface to air missiles from the US. And you know what? The Russians were sending the choppers because they wanted the fucking heroin fields. They wanted the poppy fields. And we got them. As soon as the Russian fucking nation collapsed, all of a sudden we needed the fucking poppy fields because we want to be the dope dealers.
2: It's fucking crazy, dude. It's a really good way to fund stuff. Exploiting
3: plants. No, selling drugs. sacred flag. You know yeah. what? The, do you know how to... you On Memorial Day, when you remember the fallen soldiers of our nation, do you know how you're supposed to remember them traditionally, like, throughout the history of the U.S.? Do you know yeah. how... They put poppies on their graves. Weird. Be, because it, no, it's because it fucking soothes the fucking pain. I didn't you know? know that. Yeah. Everything's so twisted now. My step-grandfather, who was a master gunnery sergeant in the Marines, my, I two grandfathers that one was army air corps one was marine and my step-grandfather was fucking marine reserve um his we called him poppy like if i called him right now i'd be like hi poppy like it's like right yeah you know, it was a different world bro yeah
2: my my all of my male family surrounding me uh above like in in generational are ex-military both grandfathers my father i'm not yeah i'm I the same thing i, I was nearly third it. generation i can't I mean, you couldn't pay me enough to go shoot brown people, especially for causes that I don't necessarily believe in or agree with. Because I know, I know that my, that the Bill of Rights and the Constitution were written and taken care of beforehand, before we started waging war outside the country. And I, I'm also pretty aware of the fact that the majority of people that I've been told are a threat can't really get over here in force. I mean, it it's really obvious when somebody starts sending a fleet across the ocean to try to invade (laughs) i mean i suppose there's our neighbors to the south but they're dealing with their own stuff
3: but conversely you're also i'm putting words in your mouth here feel free to shoot me down but you're also the type of dude who's willing to put his life on the line to break up a fight that isn't that isn't right
2: I don't know about life on the line. I, well, somebody would always love to say that. I, mean, I know that I'd be like, fuck yeah, that would be me because fucking hero. Well, I know it was because when the but riots started. But I feel started, like maybe chicken shit. I don't know. When, I mean, it, when the riots I'll started, you fucking called me position. up and you were like, dude, I'm going to go guard the fucking restaurant. Well, I'm going to go sit and, you know, like try to talk down anybody who tries to break my the giant windows of my partner's really nice place. You know, or pretty nice place. I, you know. I, I would just hate for a bunch of mad people to ruin things that, that they didn't need to ruin. And I was, you know, relatively disappointed by seeing some of it, but whatever. I mean, that's, that's a thing.
3: I know partner is like a West coast term, like howdy partner, but it is the most, my lady. it is the most asexual word when it comes to relationships for me.
2: I, but it's, I mean, cause at, at this age and it, you know, what I'm, what I'm doing with my life, it's, it's much larger than a sexual term. It's, it's partner. We're in life, <laughs> the business of life together. Whatever that, whatever that is. I hear you.
3: It's more all encompassing than lover because lover just seems like romance. Right, right, right. Hey man, maybe that's why you're in a real relationship and I'm fucking dying for a lover, you know? Because uh, I, I got unrealistic expectations your, your of, the, partner. of the romance, everything. And...
2: You're you're talking to your partner right there, the the mic. No, it's it's Lady, <laughs> Lady Jane,
3: bro. I'm I'm cradling oh, my you're, partner you're in
2: my arms. Yeah. Cradling the grass. Yeah. it's No, I, I don't think I would... Couldn't say that I would put my life on the line for who knows what.
3: I'll do it for kids. I always wish I'll, the people... I'll put, I'll put my life on the line for women and children.
2: I always wanted the people that put their life on their line for things to put their life on the line for things that were a little more meaningful to the... To the world as a whole,
3: maybe, I totally agree with that. But and maybe you know. it's really cis hetero of me, but like men need to fucking carry their own weight. Women and children live in an oppressive men's world, so like I'm willing to fucking put it on the line for them.
0: I don't
2: know.
3: I mean, case by case basis and all
0: that.
2: We all have the capacity to carry other weight, and it's it can be a good idea at times. It certainly helps share the burden. Uh, if we carry our weight, people carry their weight, wa- their own weight then carry other weight when people need it, you know, whatever. Seems like a sensible way to, a way to interact. I mean, in society, it is a society. If everybody carried their own weight in society, we wouldn't need society, you know, because I carry a specific amount of weight in a certain way. Somebody else carries different weight. We share the burden sometimes, you know, when you meet. I I believe philosophically
3: that anarchy is the true original state of life on earth. And what you just said aligns with that belief in my mind that another way of saying it, of what saying what you said in a different way that you might not agree with is that if you said, if, if, if people were able to do, do that for themselves, society wouldn't need to exist. But, um, but I think that whether it needed to or not it would exist as as not as the shaper of the people but as the wake of the of the shape that the people no, it would be shaped by the people yeah that's what it should be that's I mean, what that, that's what i was raised to believe in the usa it's super
2: funny that people are like oh portland anarchy anarchists are blowing stuff up and it's like if you don't have government or you know also atheists you know this parallels the atheist thing atheists they would have to be criminals and fucking horrible people and murderers because they don't have they don't have the you know like beardy sky god above telling you what to fuck to do you're like well actually i live with people and i learned growing up i mean even just in the way things were done to me how to act with other humans how i want to be treated it's pretty simple, and then same as an as an anarchist in my in my heart, I might have been registered as an anarchist for a while, but that's just kind of dumb of me. Can't participate in any. No, just kidding. I don't want to participate in any of the primaries. I'm, yeah, I can't. I'm a little I, upset an, by that system. I refuse but to
3: join either one of those that, parties. That doesn't matter.
2: No, I agree um, with you. I agree with you. The you know anarchists for the most part, I, I've not seen anarchists breaking shit. And smashing shit. I mean, more anarchists that I know like to work together. Yeah, you know they they put shit together. They build shit. Out they chaos. make art. Yeah. They make things. Yeah, cultivating. And cultivating because we understand our individual responsibility within society. You know, largely not our not our responsibility as told to us by the government, but our responsibility yeah. in society as far as just part of. You know, each one of us is part of the underpinnings of the entire society that we live in. Yeah. Unfortunately, a bunch of people, because they've been told what to do, need somebody to tell them what to do. And that's what the government, well, there are, you know, there feels also, like they need to you do. You know, the
3: window smashers, the Molotov cocktails, the people running over people. These are young, young people that have been forced to live in an unpaid shutdown society for half a year so it's like the the stew was set for when you. it's like it's like if if the people are sheep if the common man in the united states of america is in fact a sheep that needs to be led as many of the people in government are treating us including the president of the united states if that is true the fact of the matter is since this coronavirus thing started since this pandemic there has not been the leadership that is needed for the sheep there is in fact been, there's been a shutdown of everything of edgy. here's the th- here's how root here's how root the civil war provocation is by the republicans and the trump to me at the root level before there was a pandemic before the nation was put on house arrest already we lived in a society where the streets were overrun were overflowing with people that needed help and the way that it hurt me because i've lived in homes where i opened up my house to the street it didn't work out but it wasn't the people's fault it wasn't my fault it's this war on drugs fault it's this ill society's fault in my opinion the the shepherd that that is claiming to be the shepherd and i agree with you that there should be no shepherd but the federal government is placing itself a shepherd and then shirking its responsibilities in the sense that before the pandemic the number one problem that i saw was people needed a safe place to sleep they needed nutritious food but more than that, really, all they really needed the most—the common folk on the street of, the, of this nation, from from the east coast to the west coast—a place to shower and shit. Literally, that would change this nation. If everybody knew that they could pee and poop wherever they were, and if they stunk, that they could stop stinking by choice, and that was just a human right, that would fucking change this whole society. Just that. The, and so, what happens when the pandemic hits? They shut them all down. The the inadequate public fucking. It's true, dude.
2: Oh, I know. I know. Everything. All and, and that the places. Was only, and that was when there was less than a thousand people with it in Oregon. So they, so they literally took <laughs> literally And now they're like putting the fucking most, porta-potties all over the streets. The and most- And we're now in the exponential climb. So it's like they took the most
3: vulnerable population of this pandemic and said, you can't fucking stay hygiene. Just shit in a
2: bucket. Well, it might have kept them from having Corona spread like fire through Oh, them. you're fucking crazy. I don't know who the, I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah, you're I, right. you're I'm right. not going to say who that. Knows?
3: Who knows? All right.
2: Humans are ironic. Be- humans are, are, are ironic beings. And, and the things that we do are strike me personally. I shouldn't say they are <laughs> ironic <laughs> beings. Humans seem to me ironic beings. You know, people use the word hypocrisy. I use the word irony. <laughs> You know, they're definitely the opposite of their intended meaning. And I feel like what we do tends to be ironic. So oftentimes when we try to help, we hinder and we damage. You know, the war on drugs was was to a, a degree an attempt to help because there were people that genuinely felt, you know, like watched the Sunshine Makers. And you're, you're listening to the DEA guy talk on there and he's like, you know, this is a, a huge problem. And no, he's never done any of the drugs, never done any of the LSD
3: he's making a value judgment and, out of ignorance
2: but it it isn't it it is a value judgment on ignorance but it's you know like you listen to your parents people are told things by their parents our parents are generally thought of as right and intelligent and if we grow up to be what we view as semi-decent human beings or decent human beings then our parents must have had something to do with that and so they raised us and we're semi-decent. So they must have been semi-decent. So we can probably trust what they say. And they're given information by people that they feel like they can trust. You know, generations before us trusted the government. They were told they were going to have things and they had those things. I mean, admittedly, they're all, you know, part of the privileged group because you look at other groups, they were told they were going to have things and they were not given those things. Those things were taken away from them, you know, like broken treaties different can't different discover, agreements
3: can't discover occupied land yeah
2: it, and so it, people don't necessarily the the average person they don't have the shitty they don't have necessarily shitty intentions but they bring about shitty stuff the war on drugs is one of those shitty things and it'll be super interesting in another 150 years if we make it through the next 150 years as a as a race in a way that we can actually have the leisure to consider the mistakes of of the past, because those of us that those humans that do make it through the next hundred and fifty years may not have the leisure to think about that kind of stuff. So
0: where
3: are you going with that one? What? Where are you going with that one?
2: I don't. I don't have to go anywhere with that one. Okay. That one will go somewhere on it. Because
3: all I was thinking when you were making that point, which I was like, "Where's he going with this?" All I was thinking in my head was, you know, this one golden oldie. In the year 2525,
1: if man is still alive, I do not know
2: that song. <laughs> <laughs> you, want to,
3: you want to cut it? I'll I'll show it to you. Uh, are you mm. sick of this? you want to cut it?
2: No, no, I'm I'm pretty good for a minute. I need to go do so some poly here in a minute, but so thankful for this. Um, where am I going uh, with it? it. All right. YouTube. So the the pull, things I'll pull it up uh, tonight. Uh, so the things that are going on. The way that the planet is changing in response to whatever is happening in its in its ionosphere biosphere whatever coupled with whatever's happening in the solar system you know in, in the way of maybe the sun or other things with the the way that our climate is changing there's some people who don't want to attribute it to humans there's a bunch of people that want to attribute it to humans i tend to think that the chemistry probably leads it to be attributed to humans since, I mean, you just see all, correlation with the temperature all, rising and the carbon. Si- all science <laughs> like, like the <laughs> planetary temperature <laughs> rising and then yeah. the carbon rising. And it's like, yeah. wow, those, those things look really well connected. But, but they might not be. I mean, it might be like,
3: the direct coincidence of the industrial revolution also encountering the destruction of the natural world.
2: Who knows what it could be? It could I'm be I'm putting like, my Vegas
3: odds on that one, bro.
2: It it could be the growth of Dubai only, you know, and, <laughs> and as Dubai becomes more technologically advanced, the planet heats up. Dude, it could be. That, I don't that, know. It could be that the Higgs boson
3: <laughs> Higgs boson particle accelerator created a fucking black hole.
2: I mean, so well that could make Seven Eves happen hopefully. But I feel like the difficulties that are going to face us in the next 150 years are going to remove our capacity for leisure and a bunch of our education, philosophy, history, people being able to explore these subjects so thoroughly is purely based on leisure because we don't have to work super hard to feed ourselves so we can go trip off into... Into academia.
3: What's your point with that? I mean, I don't feel like, I feel like you're painting with a really broad brush there. And I, no, no. When you're too busy moving, when you're too
2: busy moving away from Florida to go live in the mountains and you're struggling, like constantly moving your shit around. So you're not caught in the new group of wildfires that are happening. And you're not pushing away to somewhere else to get out of a temperature that you can't survive in. And then you're not busy fighting a group of people that are already there. The
3: concept of anarchism isn't relevant. Yeah.
2: I mean, no, the concept of education and academia isn't relevant. It is. It is. No, I mean, we want On won't the meta. Any... On the meta. If you're too busy dealing with all that stuff, you're not going to have. Dealing with it with the, the knowledge. No, you but know? you're not going to have the the leisure time to explore how well, shitty the war on drugs was. I'm not shit. You might not even have the information on the war on drugs. I'm not trying to come at, <laughs> I'm not trying need.
3: to come at you with a full disagreement. Cause I'm willing to go. wherever no, Come
2: at me with a full I, disagreement. I,
3: I, I, <laughs> no, I'm saying I want to go wherever you want to go with that. But so far where you're losing me is where I'm like, but we live in such a paradoxical planet earth where, you know, you're, you're black and white and broad brush. in the fact that there's a leisure time pursuit of philosophical Pursuits or, or religious pursuits or academic, academic, pursuit. academic pursuits, intellectual. Meanwhile, you and I are both blue-collar motherfuckers that are doing it while we're working. So it's like we're actually accomplishing things and doing that mind thing at the same time.
2: I still have... I can go to the store and get food. And what? I can still go to the store and get food.
3: And if you have to forage it for yourself, like intellectual pursuit of and knowledge... It, it of isn't self- even forestry is going to help you know
2: if if we end up having to start moving around in mass we end up struggling with groups for resources because there's not enough because say florida's gone
3: no i think those two or new york hypotheses is gone, are already occurring I mean, where are the 30 no, million people no from your, two Florida going. Is, your two premises your two premises already are happening on a low level already are happening
2: yeah. well, it's starting yeah i mean there's people that are leaving yeah. those already. places yeah already And they're coming here.
3: Well, this is one of the safest places in the U.S. This is
2: one of the places where they're coming. I mean, we have access to water. We have high land. We have, you know, we had...
3: You have a paradise. The Willamette Valley. We had
2: a nice paradise. It's now getting covered in fucking toilet paper and human feces because these pukes don't know how to camp.
3: And dope needles from the war on drugs.
2: But, I mean, well doping needles from the use of drugs. I don't know if the war on drugs made that happen. I feel like maybe our invasion of Afghanistan made that happen. (laughs) they ship it back and sell it to us. But I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just speculating because it just seemed a little weird that we went into Afghanistan and all of a sudden there's things on buses that said, opiate problems? Call this number. You know what else is crazy about that? I never had opiates in my little teeny rural Oregon town until we invaded the Middle East.
3: Amen. You you know another crazy <laughs> thing about that? I was talking to Glenn about this. Uh, Occupy Wall Street. We were talking about how that just kind of like popped up out of nowhere, like real hard and real fast. Do you know that, that Zuccotti Park? That it was that the whole Occupy Wall Street and the initial and the, and the, and the constant holding of Zuccotti Park. Do you know who owned Zuccotti Park? How that was able to happen? No. That was the uh, Oxycontin family that ended up at, you know, a decade later getting shut down for their, huh. yeah. So it was almost like they knew that the noose was going to come around their necks and they tried to win over the people by sponsoring this like fuck wall street thing. Huh. Like, all you fucking. Or
2: distraction.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't take pain pills.
3: I'm saying though, that's like another example of the games that people play with the war on drugs. It's like you're right about what's going on with the military in Afghanistan. It's why we were in fucking Vietnam, fucking bringing back duffel body bags filled with heroin. You know, just like the, there's movies about it at this point. But um, but yeah, I mean, they're a square, God-fearing, red-blooded, patriotic American, a good old boy American, if he believes the state. The system the fed then he is raised to believe that someone who quote unquote uses drugs deserves to be punished killed Arrested, Man, incarcerated.
0: I
2: really, I really want to stop talking about those people like that, though. Talking about people like that in general.
3: I'm not saying that about them. I'm saying it about the system no, that I is mean, advocating. No, I mean
2: red-blooded marriage. I'm
3: saying that the system advocates that they kill here in the U.S. at this point, but also in the Middle East. That we've been dealing with this for, like you said, more than thirty years.
2: No, I know, and they're willing to put their life on the line for it. I mean, there's. I'm not knocking that... the
3: people. You see, I'm knocking the fact that right, those right. good people okay. are encouraged. To punish people who quote unquote use drugs for, you know, since Nixon, you know? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I agree with you. The people, I love these people, man. Like, I was raised by one.
2: I'm terrified of them honestly i'm i'm terrified of people that are willing to like you walk around walk around hanging assault rifles from their arms because they think that they're right and they're willing to shoot people because and they, think, they think that they're and they right think they're
3: defending their nation like, by acting like that
2: do you do you know what you need to defend against i mean
3: you are what you're defending against
2: you've who, become the terrorist you've become the loyalist You're the fucking British soldier.
3: The Tory, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said loyalist, I thought Tory immediately. I call them Tories. I don't call them loyalists. Because I'm loyal to the fucking United States of America in my heart. I really am. I'm loyal. I really am. Even though I want it to be completely fucking different than the way it's trying to tell me it is, I
2: believe in my heart that I made vows.
3: I was raised. I I had no choice. Well. I had no choice. My concept of reality is based.
2: Let us redress our grievances. You won't need to defend against shit. Huh? Unless you're trying to hold up a bullshit status quo i said let let people redress their grievances give people the capacity to do what the constitution told us we'd be able to do yeah
3: yeah that's the thing like that the we declaration were, you of independence are, you and i are that i'm 46 the Bill of you're, Rights. you're within a year of me what you were we were raised in an 80s reagan america that told us what the usa was and i can still hold what fucking reagan and hw bush's america told me the usa is i can still hold that in my heart if shits run different i'm
2: glad i thought they were all liars I thought the religion—I mean, maybe it was because I was taken into the Kingdom Hall at such a young age, and it all sounded like bullshit.
3: Who was a Jehovah's Witness? My mother. Oh, wow.
2: Well, she was trying to be, trying to find— At some point. Trying to find something, Mm -hmm. right? And then she left that, thankfully but maybe it was because of that maybe it was because i didn't necessarily view my parents between their actions and what they did and what they said you know i mean my mom was is super honest but just the the separations there so when the government when i started being able to hear the government i didn't you know necessarily trust them not until not until clinton and that was because he was saying what i wanted to hear you know he's talking about his support for education he and he was, also didn't he also didn't talk shit about any of his opponents he talked he, about what he was going to do he was a
3: charming motherfucker but i hate him he, for nafta i hate him for nafta he
2: was he was fucking I, I, in my in my 18 year old mind not only was he brilliant but he was genuine he didn't have until, to, until didn't have people to started talking
3: about the fact that he got a blow job and then all of a sudden he was not genuine he was a two-faced
1: line well
2: prick. he said he didn't inhale he either and i should have known i should have yeah. known then that yeah, he you're was right. going to be a fucking liar yeah you're right rather than just saying absolutely i smoked pot yeah, you're right absolutely i banged my intern i hate him for not I'm freeing... the motherfucking president i don't have to apologize for banging my intern
3: i hate him for, for not you. freeing leonard peltier I hate him for wanting there to be an aristocracy in the United States of America by having his wife go go for president as well. I hate the Bush family for that. I hate the Clinton family for that. Uh, Fuck Europe. This is the USA. I hate him also for the fucking fact that the 2008 crash was coming and he presided over the same bullshit fucking markets that he didn't stop it. Just like the Bush family didn't stop it.
2: Money. He, and I hate he him for stood, the, He stood. Just look at the people who made money from. And the he's crash. a he's a dirt
3: he's a dirtbag for being a married man getting a blowjob on the sly.
2: No, he's not. Well, she, she probably. It's, it's knew. my morality. No, I'm, I'm
3: saying, saying she if she was cool knew. with it, if she was cool with it, so be it. But he still was the president of the United States, and he was doing it in the fucking president's <laughs> he's office. The president of the United so, States. Well, the people needed fucking help while he was getting a blowjob. Man needs a blowjob. And then he fucking lied about it. But the point he is, he had the capacity I, to
2: help people and get a blowjob. Yeah,
3: yes, and every other president did, and fuck the Republicans for fucking caring about it, because now they got a fucking pimp in there. You know what I mean? Now they Ooh, got a
2: rapist pimp. Jesus Christ! So uh, anyway, I can't. I mean, I can't even. I can't even talk about that one.
3: That motherfucker.
2: My biggest, my biggest problem is being lied to, because I feel like, especially when the lies are really transparent, like, yeah, I didn't. I totally didn't do that with her. And it's like, no, you absolutely did, you fucking old sleazebag.
3: Here's my new line.
2: You're lying to me and talking to me like I'm fucking stupid.
3: Here's my new line,
2: dude. I said this (laughs) to my mom. It really irritates me.
3: Here's my new line. I said this to my mom recently. If Bill Cosby can exist for most of my life as a heralded public figure, and actually he's a rapist, if there can be a pedophile island with a Jewish temple on it that presidents visit, What the fuck is the point of the FBI and the NSA? If the president of the United States is a rapist and he fucking was banging a whore and it's documented that he bribed while he was running for president, while his fucking child was just being born, then why does the NSA exist and why does the FBI exist? Because very clearly the military is supposed to exist to protect us from foreign powers. But the NSA and and the FBI. And domestic. No, not the military. Yeah.
2: Foreign and domestic. No. Yep. Not how I was raised. No, no, I mean, it protects us from threats that are foreign and domestic.
3: No, that's what your vow is. Right. But the military, as far as the, the, the four branches, this is how I was raised, dude. I was very brainwashed pra- raised. The Navy, which the Marine Corps is a part of. Yeah, yeah. The Air Force, which is a Nazi offshoot of the Army, because originally it was the Army. Those are the branches. And then you have the National Guard the only one that's allowed to do anything inside the borders of the U.S. is the National Guard.
2: I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against right. all enemies, foreign and domestic. Right. That means that, no, if, that it, means if there's a supporting domestic and enemy... you're defending
3: the Constitution. The Constitution says that the only one of those branches of the military that can do anything inside the borders is the fucking National Guard. Yeah. See? I'm, 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 I'm telling you. We'll here.
2: see when it gets real ugly.
3: Well, th- Believe me, if Trump already wanted about out there, dude, and they're already out there low key, the ones that don't give a fuck are showing up in fucking jeans and fucking hoodies.
2: They're saying that those are private under the guise of
3: private in the sense that the cops are going to fucking welcome the help if they trust it. You know what I mean? It's not like they're going to have... if if a fucking if a fucking proud boy shows did up. You and he...
2: that I just did. I just did some conspiracy shit.
3: I'm just saying, if a Proud Boy shows I don't up...
2: have any verification. If,
3: if a Proud Boy... Sh- well, I've been watching the videos on Twitter. If a Proud Boy shows up to a fucking protest <laughs> and he's... <laughs> which, friends-
2: again, is no verification.
3: I'm saying, though, but there are unmarked fucking civilian-clothed fucking people on the side of the cops fucking with protesters. I'm seeing it.
2: I'm with my own eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: So it's like, if they're doing those are, that...
2: Those are federal police forces, supposedly, though. Which which isn't the military even low-key and not that there isn't military people in the civilian police or in the federal police forces you know but what are the i guess uh, i don't know enough about what Steve. the federal police forces are you know the atf the department of what is the it's not ice that they were but one of them one of those immigration and customs border patrol people were some of the people that were here the feds that were here in portland Shit, it's just an antagonism it's <laughs> a classic
3: dude
1: <laughs> like fucking Mexican, like bolero shit. If survive, they may fall
4: You're
2: such a weirdo. Is in the word kill
3: conversation with Epigenetics
2: Did you uh? did you did you hear the did you hear Joe Rogan's apology for what for saying
3: that oh he yeah he said he said something wrong I did hear for
2: saying that the Antifa where that the leftists were starting fires in, in the Northwest?
3: Um, I mean, honestly, dude, I've been hearing it from fucking people here in Portland. You know what I mean? Like, you know that lives up... know him well. Right. So, his sister, who I love, was driving home from his place, from her... Br- Two brothers lived together up... She was driving home from there towards Gresham, where she lives, and according to joe the last time i hung out with him this is i don't know what time of day this was i'll ask her about it when i see her she saw a dude in a field next to a house lighting a fire and she honked her horn and knocked on the door of the house and her and the guy chased off the dude that was starting the fire and put out the fire in the middle of a field like between gleason and
2: Gresham. do you, do you have you looked and seen who who the people starting the fires are who, who's been caught so dude yeah i'll go outside
3: Zach that I painted with dude that I painted with in the union lives out in Malala and I called him to see how he's doing and he's telling me
2: that they're fucking stopping people on the roads? He's
3: telling me that people are starting fires out there. That's what he's telling me. While he's he's I'm not saying it's true for us, but I'm telling you that this dude is living in a hotel because he was evacuated from his Malala home and he's telling me people are starting fires down there. You remember my buddy? That's what he thinks.
2: This is his fucking house. Shut up and look at that goddamn video. Oh my
3: god that's him
2: this is his place
3: uh uh oh, twist my stomach dude that's his car
2: um that's that's his truck and his car They're, they were both full that's the oh covered God. carport those are his fences how long was he there that's the manufactured home that they had on the property and that's the shop over to the left it's property it that his dad owned, and it's like right on the San Am, the little North Fork of the San Am. Like he didn't live there, but it was his. No, his dad lived there. It's his dad's. He's living there with his dad. He was. Like they his had to flee. Brother was it? also living there. Where they dad. they had to flee
3: it? Like he was there when it happened?
2: Oh, he was in California, but his brother and his dad got evacuated at one o'clock in the morning. Is this near Paradise? And Where was this? No, this right here is on the little North Fork of the San Am outside of um, Lyons.
3: Oh, you're speaking greek to me bro I'm east coast so how far oregon, from here how far from here
2: salem oregon go east from salem
3: uh, yeah i'm familiar with that
2: and you, you like you're heading towards Bend. sisters like you're heading towards sisters
3: silver springs or whatever it's called M pass silver falls
2: yes so M pass and you go out and you hit Staten and then you hit Lyons, and then you hit Mahema. and silverton they how, were all evacuated through staton
3: how far silverton from all this half hour
2: Half hour, okay. North. Ha-
3: Sisters also about a half, half hour. Half hour
2: north. No, Sisters is east. But about but a half defense. hour. Okay. Okay. Half hour. Okay. So you have to go just go through the pass. He was evacuated at one in the morning, and that's us going out there the day after they were evacuated. We drove underneath a fucking. There was a we we couldn't take 22. Highway 22 is closed, so we went off and went through Lyons, and then we took this back way. And it was, the way we took was also closed, but we have a truck and we're like all the way down there. So fuck it. We drove underneath a tree that was hanging over a power line, like it had fallen and it was being propped up by a power line. So we drove underneath that tree. Like looking for sparks. The like, look at, are there no, sparks? No, we're, we're trying to get out to the property. No, I'm
3: saying like you're driving this underneath is, it, looking up like, is no, the, you is don't there even there have to worry. There's
2: fucking, the power lines are dead. They're, it's shit's all turned off. <sighs> okay. But it's propped up by a power line. That's what's supporting it. And then we go another quarter mile and there's a tree this big probably 15 or 20 feet up the tree there's a big hollow that's burning in the tree and there's four strands of wood holding the rest of the tree up we drove through that by the time we were done at his property the way that we had come through was closed
3: because that tree fell
2: because there were cars blocking the way and probably a fallen tree and so we go we went out to his property then shit was still on fire there were two houses in the little subdivision it's like a gravel road you know like some manufactured mostly manufactured homes that people had put on property out there and he had a shop and a place and they were he had a shop on he has two lots he had a shop on one and he had a manufactured home on the other and they were both burned to the ground
3: Look, I'm going to send you this link. You know about this woman, Catherine Davidson? What is it? She uh, has vast knowledge of fires. There's a live chat. And she basically spends 12 to 14 hours a day educating people on how to live through a fire. And she has live maps. She'll show you, like, the actual
2: fires. Like She'll show you, like... um, so they caught people starting them. There's six people that they, at least six people that they've arrested. All of them were white. Most of them were tweakers. Well,
0: here's here's one.
2: Thing. The people that are starting the fires there are people from the community or near the communities. There's no like, there's no, there's no black people or Antigua people coming from Portland
4: to go to Moala or Candy and start goddamn fire the social fabric put on the makeup of society we can champion the underdog be proud that we're not another cog in the blue machinery in the blue machinery we all wanna do those things What's the point in a head full of something? What's the point in a head full of something? What's the point in a head full of something? If you got a heart full of nothing If you got a heart full of nothing Well, it's the devil in me. The devil in me. Well, it's the devil in me that's on the level in me. Well, it was the devil in me. Well, I gave you acid rain and I polluted the sea. You can call me by my real name, or you can call me humanity. Cause I've covered your walls up with graffiti. It all seems just like human behavior. It all seems just like human behavior to me. Put it down to the devil in me. Yeah, we